Hello, hello, hello. What up, world? PC podcast, POG podcast. You know what it is. Um, which I thought I was done just because I embarrassed myself by singing for y'all. Nope, I ain't done. And I'm probably going to sing again because, uh, you know. <laughs> so I'm feeling these days. I don't, you know. I don't give a fuck. Sorry for the vulgar language. I'm trying to tone down the language. But, yeah, yeah, you know, I don't really care about people's opinions. I'm doing this, you know. I'm doing this for the pleasure of me and hopefully to get me paid. So start sending me donations, people, dflint51 at gmail.com. It's the PayPal. I forgot the Cash App name. I don't got that right now. I think you could donate through the anchor.com website if you find my podcast on anchor or through any other format in which they broadcast it i'm not sure how that works man um but you can cash out the kid or or uh paypal me either way but uh yeah i'm back um it's been a minute since i touched the mic i did celebrate my the anniversary of the date i came into this world and then I've just been kicking it with my little man for the most part. So, yeah, it's been it's been a minute. It's been about a week since I came on the mic, and I'm just here today to just <laughs> just recap and get back in the groove, man. Because yeah, listen, I can't fall out of the groove of the grind, man. I'm I'm setting up photo shoots. I got some photos, and I'm waiting to get um, sent back to me. So there will be some new photos that do come out soon. If you're interested in that, follow me on Instagram at Derek H. Flint. And, yeah, this show is just, you know, I want to say it's a bunch of ratchetness, but it's not, man. It's just, this is going to cover cover just, you know, the local area, the tri-state area, New York, New Jersey, Connecticut. Um, this is just for this show, though, because, you know, think globally, not locally. But this show, I'm just recapping some events and um in the past couple of weeks that I've seen and I'm just like, yo, this this is real life. <laughs> a lot of it is in New York. So um yeah, a lot of it is in New York. Just so well, I don't know where you're listening from or wherever you happen to find this podcast, but I am based in New York, so I do cover New York stuff a lot. But I do cover all global events. But for some reason, New York is just going crazy. Good thing the summer is winding down. It's already it already feels like fall outside. But um, people in the Bronx and just New York and just the tri-state area in general have been going nuts lately. And as I was preparing to do the show, I'm you know just scrolling over social media and I see this story where they found um. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the situation, but they found human remains in a bag in Cretona Park in the BX. BX is my hometown. I always got love for the BX. As the homies, as the homies, Jesus and Merrill would say, uh, BX stand up all day, uh, gang, gang, whatever. Yeah, yeah. Um, but Cretona Park, man. They said, uh, city employees, the park's employees. They call police around um, Friday afternoon for a, sus- a suspicious package in the area of Cortona Park South and Franklin Street. 
And then that's where, when the police checked the bag, turned out to be human remains. Yo, it's hot, man. It's getting hot this summer. I don't understand this, man. Says the bag was placed on the sidewalk near the park entrance sometime on Thursday morning. So, and this is in the Bronx. If you know Gatona Park, it's a huge park. It, it, <laughs> and apparently, this body part's getting found there now, which is just out of, out of. Listen, this has been going on forever, but I'm just highlighting it for you so you can see what goes on in this hair tri-state area. It goes on globally, man. Don't get it twisted. But it, this is, <laughs> this style, listen, if you haven't seen it yet, it was on the news. Um, if you haven't seen the YouTube video, I think it was on Worldstar, if you haven't seen it. Um, but the video, like we have to, I have to, the video of the people who are assaulting the train conductor, um, yo, man, <laughs> I, yeah, I, listen, Jesus Amaro was my show, man, on Viceland. And one time they said, man, getting on the MTA is like a real-life version of the Hunger Games. You just got to be on your P, You got to be on your P's and Q's, and you have to be observant because if you don't, then anything can happen on the train, and this is one of the prime examples. Because these people, it was really like two or three people. It wasn't like a mob, but the assault happened at Grant Ave., and this was like a couple of Saturdays ago at like four in the morning. And if you know anything about trains late night in New York City, like they're fucking horrible. You'll wind up waiting 30 minutes for a train. Yeah, but these people were tight because the train uh, went express and they skipped over their stops. Yo, this, this man and this woman, man, just reaching in the car and just assaulting this MTA officer. Um, it's wrong, man. Like, there's something wrong with people, and this is one of these instances where I'm like, "What? If, why do I live on this planet?" But it, it, I understand their frustration, though. Being someone who has ridden an MTA, I understand it. But yo, man, that's seven years. And somebody screamed out in the video, "It is seven years, man." That's seven. Years. Yo, it says on a sticker. On when you get on public transit, it says um, assaulting MTA employees, bus drivers, and all that other stuff is the same thing as essentially assaulting a government worker. So, you know, it's a felony, pretty much for the most part. And that's what the <laughs> at first, at first, they was um, hyping up this set, pretty much for the most part. Because they was like, yeah, get him, get him, get him. And then I guess um, they came to their senses and they were like, oh, you know. And then they're like, oh, no, that's a felony. Stop, man, stop, stop, man. That's a class D felony. <laughs> yeah, how you go from hyping somebody up and then you're like, yo, I, I, yo, I, I get it. You got to stop now because you're about to catch an F, my dude. <laughs> it's wrong. It's wrong. And then that same weekend, I believe, the video of the uh, 
and this was in Baltimore. This was not in New York. The video I'm about to mention was the the police officer who uh, apparently he got fed up. He's just fed up, and then um, the, I don't know what happened in the video, but he was he gave dude like a twelve piece and pushed him on the ground and kept dumping on him, and then the next day he resigned. I mean, that's wrong. I hope, I hope the dude sues him <laughs> for beating the brakes off him in broad daylight. <laughs> it's not funny. But yeah, yo, these videos is old, man, so I know you've seen them before. They probably passed through your memory by now because people don't stay on anything longer than 45 seconds. But I was really sitting there that weekend, and I'm like, which is worse, man? Like, these people assaulting the train conductor for missing a stop or the officer just beating the brakes off that dude because I don't know what happened. But all I know is he quit like that next weekend. And then that was the last we heard of that story. Um, there will be no charges against that officer more than likely. I'm just telling you off top because that's how the police roll, man. Police ain't... um. Police ain't charging their own, and especially not for beating the brakes off. If it was a little white boy, there might be some static over him doing that, but you will never in your life see a video of um, just, you know, just random cops just beating the brakes off some young white boy because they feel like it. It's not how, it's not how it, it works. Um... As I said, man, I'm I'm trying to keep this local, but I'm going to touch on just a couple of ratchet things. But this one, um, this story right here had me bugging because it is New York. And if you ever heard of New York, you, and if you, you are a tourist and you've been to New York, you've been in or around Park Avenue, which is supposed to be really, really ritzy. It's supposed to be like really upper class, so this is why this story kind of threw me off a little bit. And it's basically, we pretty much, there's a building that is located at 3135 Park Avenue. And it's um, mostly occupied by senior citizens for the most part. And in this building, for this past week... They're pretty much stuck in the building due to a broken elevator and pipes that keep bursting throughout the building. And this building is operated by the New York City Housing Authority, which is NYCHA, as we call it here in New York City, which they just banned smoking in your apartment if you live in a NYCHA building. That means niggas in the projects, you can't even smoke in the hallway, I remember doing some devious shit in the hallways, but we're not going to get into that. But this building, for five days in a row, the senior residents at 3135 Park Ave have been without running water, and cleaning crews are trying to mop up and just keep the water out of people's apartments. And the pipes that burst, and, and there's even a snippet in the story where one resident saying he woke up to two inches of water in his apartment on Thursday morning. There was an elderly lady who lives on the upper floor. She had an asthma attack, just trying to climb the stairs due to a broken elevator. Mind you, these are somebody's 
parents, grandparents, however you'd like to label them, but they matter to somebody. And the residents are fed up because they're saying they pay their rent, but they're at their wit's end because they feel like they're being, they feel like they're stuck in their apartments because they have no elevators and these are senior citizens, so they can't maneuver like us young folks do. But yo, could you imagine if your grandfather was stuck in some building and it was flooded and he didn't have no, yo, it's just crazy. And this is on Park Ave, as I said, in New York City. So if you could just think about this for a second, all the Ritzy stores on Park Ave that are out there that people love to go come and see when they're visiting here. This is one of those buildings in that little ritzy district, but it's probably not. It's probably further down where these stores are not located. But you pretty much have senior residents trapped in their homes with no elevator and it's being flooded. And all I could think while reading that story is just like, yo, this is gentrification at its finest because, yo, they need that building, man. Um, just off, just off top, they they need that building because it's Park Ave and it's valuable real estate. I mean, yo, listen, I could be crazy, and I've been wrong before, and I come from the standpoint of maybe I'm wrong. If you could show me some facts that tell me I'm wrong, I will rock with you heavy. But to me, that story in general just seemed like some gentrification and some property owners and some real estate groups coming together and saying, hey, that's a good place for a luxury high rise. We just have to get those people out of that building. And this is a great way to get them out if you think about it because this is the city and they could probably fix these things if they wanted to address it but being the fact that it's been five days and this is going on, it just seems kind of suspect to me. But I think differently from you guys. So, listen, if you if you think um, if you think I'm crazy, you could tell me I'm crazy. But that's just what it sounds like to me. I just feel bad for the seniors who are essentially trapped in their homes due to the fact that. <laughs> they're flooded in their homes, the building is flooding, and they can't even get down the steps. They need to come together and sue somebody, all the residents of that building. I'll tell you that much. And if that was my grandfather or grandmother, there's nobody to beat up or, you know, go after, but you got to look into legal ramifications for this, man, because that's just unheard of, especially on Park Ave. Like I said, Park Avenue in New York is ritzy. You can Google it if you don't believe me, but I'm just telling you off the top of my head. And also in the city, there's a... <laughs> this is not funny, man. It's not, man. There's a mystery shooter. That's what I'm saying. Like, yo, what the fuck is going... Like, what is going on in NY? Because this, it seems crazy to me. But there's a mystery shooter 
who is allegedly busting off shots at an NYC high-rise and police suspect the shooter is located somewhere on Roosevelt Island. And the police are looking into two different shooting incidents that left windows shattered on a 50-story high-rise on the East River. Now, this is Manhattan, what I'm talking about. I just told you that the residents, the seniors' building was being flooded and the elevators didn't work. But meanwhile, this mystery shooter is shooting at this building on the East River. Mind you, this is the same area. But in that 50-story building that this mystery shooter is shooting at, the units go for some units... And that building go for $7,800 a month. That is eight racks a month that these units go for. So, if you think I'm wrong with the gentrification thing, I'm not saying I'm right, but just know, like, if you live in that area, your rent could be eight racks. But looking into this mystery shooter, they found that a 14th floor window was shattered and a 32 caliber bullet fragment was found in the floor and the 64 year old woman's living room was penetrated by a bullet but it didn't go through and they're calling it like a mystery shooter in my head I'm like yo it's probably <laughs> it's probably some kid just having fun testing out his gun cause you know when you're young and you dumb, you do stuff like go outside and have shooting contests with your cousins about whose gun sounds the loudest. That is a story I will tell you people eventually. But yeah, when you're young, you do shit like that. And um, I don't know what this is, but in this day and age, we they have to investigate it because if somebody gets bodied off of this, yeah, it's going to be the police's fault, but good God. And I'm like, yo, this is this is New York for you. We got somebody busting off at a high rise from across the river while units are going for 7800 a month, and then you have a building in that same area with senior citizens living in it, probably in rent-controlled apartments, that is flooding and elevators don't work. Yeah, the plot is way bigger than people ever really give it credit for, but I'm just trying to explain it to y'all, just in general. And now, back to the Bronx. Um, I told you this was going to cover it. This was, show was real local because just reading all of this, I'm like, yo, this is not, <clears throat> it's not normal and just globally is globally is a fucking mess. So I'm just trying to give give y'all the local stuff so y'all can understand how it happens here in New York. Cause you know that was just two stories out of Manhattan. Now we're back to the Bronx where they you know <laughs> yeah the Bronx is just crazy this summer. But there are tenants in Soundview. If you don't know Soundview, Soundview is or it used to be the hood. It's probably in the midst of being gentrified right now. But um, 
Yeah, Soundview. I think that's where Peter Guns and Lord Tariq is from. But Soundview tenants are complaining of broken elevators, no gas, no security, and homeless people sleeping and using the bathroom in the lobby at 1120 Stratford Ave in the Bronx. I know where this is. Like, I've been over there before. I've been in that area numerous times. I'm not saying it's all gentrification, but you know, this is some crazy shit. How you have people with no gas, no elevators. Soundview has never had security. Like Soundview is just known. Like don't if you don't know anybody over there, and if you're not from around there, and if you just suspect in general, it's not really an area you should have been back in the day. But as I said, everything is gentrified now, so. They are trying to gentrify that area as well. But in this building, the tenants say the landlord. <laughs> yo, <laughs> yo, the, ten- yo. <laughs> the tenants say the landlord gave them um, hot plates after the um, faulty gas line stopped working. Yo, could you imagine you got like you got to cook for your kids and you paying rent, and you tell your landlord there's no gas and this, the dude gives you a hot plate, like just for a second, just imagine that. I don't care who you are, we all struggle and we all been there, but imagine paying for somewhere to live. <laughs> You and your baby. Are you cooking for your baby on a hot plate, my guy? Like, just reading the story, I'm like, yo, this is not right. And something funny is going on here. It's just too many different coincidences. But, yeah, the faulty gas lines, um, the electric company, a utility service, discovered the gas leak pretty much. But they didn't repair it, I guess. And they they say the building has over 100 violations, and that's coming from the Department of Housing. And the residents are also complaining of leaky ceilings and peeling paint. So imagine you as a human are paying for somewhere to live, and you have leaks in your ceiling, the paint is peeling, you have no gas, and your landlord's solution is, I'm going to give you a hop. <laughs> oh, yo, I, yo, I got to stop. I got to stop, man. I'm not, yo, listen, I am empathizing with these people through humor, but, yo, could you imagine, man, like, yo, like... <laughs> Like, yo, my guy, I need you to fix this leak in my ceiling. Like, the paint on his walls, my like, I'm, I got to sweep up the paint so my kid don't eat it. And the gas work, the gas hasn't worked for three months, my guy. Like, yo, I, what am I doing here? And he gives you a hot, <laughs> a hot plate. Like, could you, could you imagine? I mean, listen. 
even if it's the projects, project people don't deserve that, man. I don't care who you are and what what class of people you're from. Nobody, <laughs> nobody deserves to have those three problems and be offered a hot plate, which is, and on top of that, the elevator don't work. They say the elevator failed two inspections in July. And the joint is not even expected to be fixed at all. It's not scheduled to be fixed. There's no work on the books. Yo, New York City Housing Authority. This is the New York City government. It's two different New York City government buildings that people are having these problems in. Faulty elevators, like leaks, floods, peeling paint, and they can't stop paying rent. Like the rent still has to get paid on these, on these. Like it still has to get paid, or they will get evicted. But meanwhile, they have all these problems, and they get, <laughs> and they're giving them hot plates. Like, yo, I would be infuriated. Like, <laughs> there's nobody to body. There's nobody to stomp out. There's nobody, like, it's just like New York City Housing Authority. But, like, yo, yo, hold this L real quick. And this has been since July. So it's been about a month and a half. It's hot. It's been hot since then. So, just imagine living in these conditions and the New York City government owns or is involved in operating these buildings and all you get is a hot plate. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I, I'm flabbergasted by this. Like, in the words of Tax Stone, hold your head, Tax. Uh, I'm befuddled, beloved. Because um, I just I, <laughs> I can't understand it. Because I'm like, yo, this is government issued property. Like, it, it, it's it, it's baffling to me. Like that people get away with this, but you have seniors stuck. People's cooking for their babies with hot plates. <sighs> Why do I live on this planet and what kind of world do we live in where these things are allowed to happen? It's 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 just crazy, man. Oh, oh, let me not skip over this, man. And this is um as I said, I'm keeping it tri-state northeast region today because this was a story from um New Haven, Connecticut, which bugged me out and reaffirmed my belief and if you have babies please talk to them about drugs talk to them about you know talk to them about everything you have to let them know what's out there because if you don't somebody else will and it'll be a situation like this because authorities confirmed around 80 people were taken to a hospital from a big park in New Haven called the New Haven Green with drug overdoses, and <laughs> this is the crazy part. When you read it, you're like, oh, it's heroin or some shit. Like, no, no, 80 people 
OD on K2 or spice or synthetic marijuana. This is what they are saying. And this is like a couple of weeks ago on like a Wednesday morning, which was which bugged me out. I was like, yo. <laughs> First of all, don't these things have jobs? Like that's 80 people. Out of those 80 people, at least 10 of them had to have jobs. Or at least I, I would like to think so. Um, it, yeah, man. It was just crazy. The saying the K2 may have been laced with PCP or fentanyl or some type of opioid because they're saying some people were unconscious, some people were nauseous and lethargic, and some had respiratory issues. Yo, like, the, the, read, like I, reading the story was just like, yo, wait. I don't know if this is done purposely, like the gentrifying thing, but what makes people smoke K2? Like, I don't understand it. And this is 80 people, so it's not like it's... uh, It's not like it's a small group. It's not like four or five people. And you've seen videos everywhere of people stuck on K2. I saw a video the other day. On Worldstar, a dude hugging a pole, like the Jumpman symbol stuck off of K2. Like, <laughs> yeah, I know somebody. I'm not speak, I'm not saying no names because they told me the story just off GP. But they told me they smoked K2 and they say, oh, for 15 minutes they were stuck and they only took two poles. And they were stuck just standing there with their mouth open, just looking crazy. And I'm like, yo, why the fuck did you smoke K2? And he's like, yo, I don't know. He's like, my man smoked it. So he told me to try it. So I just tried it. And I'm like, this is the world that we live in, people. Like, this is what it's going into. This is why I say talk to your kids about drugs, man. And you have to let them know what drugs are, what alcohol is, what the side effects are of all of it, and you have to make them comfortable enough to know that, you know, if they ever have any curiosity about drugs, that um they should come to you first and uh talk to you about it before they do anything with their friends because their friends are dumb and friends don't know shit so you have to you have to put that in their head pretty much uh yeah yo what the yo new haven new haven stop selling k2 please man and then back to the bx this is the last ratchet story and then i'm gonna get into like a couple of touch on a couple of ratchet just things that i want to mention or just some things i'm pondering over this little small break i took but this is another um Another BX story. I don't know what the fuck they putting in the water out there or what they doing, but uh, this was this Saturday morning. And this is in my old hood, you could say. It was within five blocks walking distance, but all the Italians owned it back in the day. This was on Allerton Ave at uh, the 
Bruzel's Lounge. I'm going to say this how you pronounce it. And this was Saturday around 4.30 a.m. Three people were shot, leaving the um, leaving the party, which is just crazy. I didn't even know there was a party spot over there. It's probably not for it's probably not for black people. I can tell you that because it's Allerton Ave. It's not really. <laughs> but yeah, three people were shot over there. They were taken to Jacoby Hospital, and then um. Yeah, that's my old hood, man. So I, like, I didn't know it was popping like that over there, but apparently it is. And then um, around one night, East One Ninety Six and Briggs Ave, in the Fordham Road section of the Bronx. Now, this incident took place like last week, sometime actually, when they found a lifeless man with a stab wound to the neck, and he was dead. And then the weird part is, like, going in further into the story, there was an 18-year-old kid named Travis Mason, Mason who was busted in connection with that stabbing of the man they found dead with the stab wound to his neck. And then the crazy part of the story is that that turned out to be his uncle, so he is the alleged suspect in the stabbing death of his own uncle so I, you know, they must be chemtrailing heavy or some something they're doing something in the BX or they're just trying to get everything gentrified so this way they could listen there's buildings in the Bronx there's houses in the Bronx going for damn near a million dollars without a backyard so there's something wrong here especially with all these stories that I'm reading and I'm just like yo is this the new norm in the BX? Like, is this, is this the, is this the new norm in my old hood? Like, I, I don't, I don't get it, man. Like BX, New York, we need to do, um, we need to do a lot better, like a lot, because reading all these stories is just rather depressing, I must say. Not really, man, because it's just like, yo, this is everyday life shit, and it happens globally and much worse in other places. But being it's my hometown, I kind of took it a little bit personal because I was like, damn, man. Like, it's really getting tragic out there, but trust me, I know that slow push for gentrification is coming, so all these stories probably coming out are helping that in the... I'm a weirdo, so don't listen to me, but I'm just updating you people on what goes on in New York. It's probably worse in your hood, and you could definitely tell me some of your hood stories. I need to set up a voicemail or something so y'all could call in and leave me messages or whatever, even if you do rock with the show. Ain't that many people listening, but if you do listen, I need to know you listen, so send me an email or something. Uh, Lastly, 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 as I was reading this story, I'm like, who, who, like, can somebody please inform me, like, who, who is Tay K? Because he's some rapper, allegedly, and he just got moved to solitary confinement in a maximum security prison. 
and they moved him to solitary after they found a sheriff's deputy found a cell phone and a charger during a pat down, which is a third degree felony in jail. And then going on from there, you know, I'm I'm going into it. I'm like, yo, who is this dude? And then it comes to find out he's also he's an he's 18 years old, and he's facing capital murder. <laughs> I'm not laughing at the situation, but I'm just like, God, like he's 18 years old, and he's facing capital murder and robbery charges for his alleged role in a home invasion that left a 21-year-old dead. And then while he was on house arrest for this trial, he cut off his ankle monitor while... (laughs) Yo, who is this dude? Like, who is he? And I think I'm going to start listening to his music because... All these other dudes who say they're gangster rappers, this little dude right here, he seems to be the truth, man. <laughs> like, I have never heard a song from him or know nothing. This is the only thing I know of him are these stories and these facts that I'm giving you. Because I, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of a song, but I'm just like, yo, this this little dude might be the truth. He might have a story to tell. That's not it. He's also accused of killing a 23-year-old photographer and robbing a 65-year-old man in Arlington, Texas. And both incidents took place before... Both in, All of those incidents, all of that took place before 2017. So I don't know how long... I don't know how long he's been locked up. I don't know any of that, man. But it's just, <laughs> yo, he's gangster. Like, forget six nine. We need to be listening to Tay K because he he is the gangster apparently of all gangster rappers. Because I ain't never seen no resume like this, and he's only eighteen. I'm not praising him. I am not praising him. Like, I I'm I can't condemn his actions because I don't know. This is all alleged, but. He's putting in that work for a eighteen year old. Damn man, um, he's also facing lawsuits from the families of the people he shot. Um, I don't know if he's gonna have enough bread to cover those lawsuits, but his record, the race. I'm gonna go listen to some Take K either tonight or tomorrow. I promise you, just so I can get up to date. But the record, the race was certified. Platinum in January, and it earned him public support from Childish Gambino and T.I. So this dude got people in his corner, but I'm just like, yo, damn, how many charges is this little dude facing? Like, he's being tried as an adult in these uh, robbery and murder trials, and uh, one of his accomplices in the robbery incident pointed at, like, Told he snitched, he he snitching, <laughs> but he told he told him that uh, TK was the mastermind, and he mind you, I just told you he snitching. The dude who was his accomplice in the whole thing is snitching, and 
they gave him 20 years. So I don't know who exactly Tay-K is, but I am going to... <laughs> I am going to listen to some of his music, and I need to... like. I'm not saying free anybody. I'm not with that free people stuff. Like, if you go to jail, it's up to the legal system. The legal system is all the way fucked up, so I advise you just stay out of the legal system if you can for the most part. But in that same light, like, I don't know who Tay K is, but damn, little homie, you you's a gangster. Like, you are what they rap about. I'll tell you that much, man. And uh, I don't know you, but salute to you for being a goon. Uh, all the young goons that are coming up, because you guys are aliens and you guys are like six feet tall, please don't try me. I don't want to have to explain to any of uh, parents why I shot you or something like that. <laughs> but yeah, salute to TK, man. I don't know who that is, but he's putting in work and... He's probably never going to see the light of day with all those charges he's facing. But yeah, that's just a brief recap of everything I've been watching and keeping up with over this little short hiatus I have taken. But I do appreciate you listening. You can send me a donation if you'd like. If not, just keep enjoying the show for free, man, because I'm going to get paid somehow, some way, and it's coming. Uh, There probably will be another episode of Derek's Tipsy Karaoke. I don't care how I sound. I'm going to do a Barry White record, though, because I think that's more my speed, and I think I could actually harmonize with that way better than what I did. Um, Yeah, I appreciate you listening. I appreciate the support, everybody who listens. PC Podcast, VLG Podcast, August 24th, 2018. Appreciate you. Love you. Globally, not locally, people. One.